This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paving the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing a play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. What's up? It's uh, Taz and Andrew Bogus. Moose is uh, out today. We're coming to you live right now from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. If you'd like to call the show and talk about an NFL game or your NFL team or something that upsets you about sports, something you love about sports, you can call the show. That's an 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Attention Thanks. hotline fans. Thank you, everybody, of course, the, uh, our great affiliates on CBS Sports Radio, across the country. We appreciate that. Maybe you're listening on SiriusXM Channel 206 or on the SiriusXM app, which is 206 also, which is still weird to me that an app has a channel. But whatever. Um, so that's the home of CBS Sports Radio on Sirius XM 206. Or maybe listening on radio.com, the show streaming live. You could be doing that. Or on the CBS Sports app. Which I got to tell you, the show streams live. Uh, anything CBS Sports Radio. Look, sometimes I could be disgruntled like any other man or woman. Mm. But I'll tell you, that app actually, when you stream the show, it actually is. When you stream this channel, this station, yeah. it actually works really well. They do a good job of that they app. They do. The CBS app. It yep. does, yeah, it does, it's a good app. Um, Anyway, uh, what else we got? So yeah, we're talking. Uh, we're talking some Forty uh, ers We've been talking about the Forty ers We never really got into the game, but what a big win, Bogus! What a big, big win and a crazy game on the road. The Niners beat the Saints in that dome. How tough is that? Right? They win the game forty-eight to forty-six, and what a victory! Forty-eight to forty-six. Yeah. A hundred, what is that, a hundred or ninety-four combined points. It was twenty-eight, twenty-seven no at halftime. <laughs> no there defense. were four lead changes. But but it, you know, we, we talked about all the trick plays that the Patriots tried <clears throat> against the Chiefs. I mean, the Niners and the Saints went deep in the playbook as always. A lot of Taysom Hill. Uh Emmanuel Sanders threw a touchdown pass to a running back to Moster well, for the wait, Niners. That's a difference though, bro. That, these guys are in a knuckle up fight. No, I know, but that's it, a big difference. Is, but but my I guess my point is that this is why I don't think it's such a <laughs> negative for the Patriots, I think in this day and age when teams know so much about you and know what all your tendencies are, you've, you've got to be tricky, whether you're oh. in a 23-16 game or you're in a 48-46 oh, game. No. Those, are the, no. those are the handful no. of plays that no. make a difference. Everything was going so good for an hour. 
Everything was going so good. The least I could do. And now comes the disagreements. And now comes, I don't want to have a hot take. I don't want you This isn't a hot take. You're known for a little hot take here and there. Let's be honest. You're a frustrated hot take machine. You really are. A frustrated hot take machine. You're a frustrated hot take machine. I just yell them out in the newsroom in between updates. I don't think you can compare, dude. But the, the Pats are trying to get something to work. That's where it comes off as desperation with their gimmicky plays, where these two teams are in a, a battle of just you know, between Breeze and Garoppolo just trying to score points back and forth. Yeah, but I mean, the Patriots have thrown a pass to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, so it's not also totally out of their norm to oh, do things differently. God. All right. Right? I guess so. Listen, they've got issues. I, I just I didn't think their play calling was like this glaring admission. I mean, it, it, it is. It's admitting what they can't do right now, but... It is. It is what it is. I think some of those things would have been in their in their repertoire anyway, whether they were going full steam or not on offense, because they've always been creative. And then to get back to the Niners and the Saints, I mean, they showed off. I I picked the Niners by complete accident on Friday to oh win that God, game outright. Right. You got the game right, dude. You but, keep talking about. But it. But I oh never God. ever. But, but I didn't get it right <clears throat> because forty eight forty six seemed impossible. Twenty eight twenty seven at halftime seemed like too many points. But dude, we didn't ex- we didn't actually pick the score. No, on, I know. I'm saying the game follows no pattern, right? I mean, that game came out of nowhere. The way it was played, <clears throat> I think I could be wrong because I don't know these things, but I believe that the over under for the game. That each team surpassed that by itself. You know who would know that number? Moose. I think the over-under was like 42 and a half, and the final score was 48-46. Right. They both beat the over. They both hit the over individually that for that game. That's really weird. Yeah, I mean, right. the Niners had like 24 points on 13 plays at one point. It was ridiculous. Craziness, dude. Crazy. They put up 20, 44 and a half was the over-under. 21 points in the second quarter alone. Right. So now the Niners sit eleven and two. The Saints are at ten and three. Tell you something else that's weird about this game. So Garoppolo played excellent, as did Brees. Okay, both men had three hundred forty nine yards. Both. How weird mm. is that? And and Jimmy G was twenty six at thirty five for three forty nine with four touchdowns, one interception. And Brees, dude, was twenty nine of forty, three hundred forty nine yards, five touchdowns, no interceptions. Dude, you have five touchdowns. You, let's say you had 350 yards, <laughs> yeah, right. you're at home, and you lose and the you game. Lose. Oh, my God. And you give your team the lead with under a minute to go, and then George Kittle makes one of the all-time catches and runs. Dude, that run was sick. I mean, with a dude 15 yards of face mask to the, bring the flag. The guy had a face. He's trying to pull him down. do anything. He's just got to get him down at that point. Who cares about the flag? It, but that was some play. You're right. It, it was a, just a flat-out remarkable game. And I I, I think, here's, here's hot take Jones oh, for you. Oh, no, here we go. Uh, I, knew I think we've learned in the last two weeks, on an individual basis, we might have learned the most about Jimmy Garoppolo more than any other player in the NFL. He was not the problem in their loss in Baltimore. I was worried about him going into that game, and I thought he stood up to everything that that game in, entailed. And then yesterday... He was perfectly fine in yeah. that environment, inside, in a more significant game because it directly impacts the NFC playoff picture. Because as we know, you need to, you want to be in one of those top two spots. You and especially for the Niners and the Seahawks, the drop from one or two to five is significant. You're either getting a weekend off and maybe having home field through the entire NFC bracket, or you're going on the road to Dallas or Philadelphia in the first weekend of the postseason. Yeah. I know he 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 played great. He, Jimmy G. He stepped up for sure. I mean, we've seen this year he was a little touch, a little hot and cold, but he did. He he was he was on fire to the point. I mean, they they both 
look, both these teams. It was just a. It was a. It was a great game. I mean, I. I um. I loved it. It I was hard it. to note. I, it was hard to pay attention to anything else, which is probably why I didn't remember Ian did the the Ravens Bills uh, game. Bills game, yeah. Even yeah, though yeah. that was on my my little iPad screen next to me, because it was you couldn't you couldn't iPad something, screen. Went, buy another TV. I got like seven of them going on. Something. Some of them have wrestling money. Oh. Uh, so, there was there was Wrestling that was money. nonstop action. You know, I didn't get kicked in the throat for a living, so I only I live paycheck to paycheck over here. I hate it. <laughs> Speaking of pro wrestling, like Kittle's a huge wrestling fan. Huge. That's, that's what I thought of as he yeah. was getting up from that run. Like, he's going to do something crazy here. Yeah, no, he's, he, he's an athletic big dude. Yeah, and yeah, he's a big wrestling uh, big wrestling fan. Actually, I looked at his, um, at his uh, what do you call it, his, at his Twitter, and he has, uh, on his Twitter bio, he's got a picture of Steve Austin, and he's got a picture of someone giving someone a stunner. That must be him at some independent show giving somebody a stunner. I don't know who... Pete, did he wrestle like for something? Did he do like a show for somebody? Do you know, like TNA not, or something? I'm not sure. No. If you look at his Twitter, his little icon picture, not the one of Steve Austin, he's giving somebody a stunner wearing a Steve Austin shirt, and that looks like a guy in the back. Ah, whatever, it don't matter. I do vaguely remember him being at an event. Yeah, it was. It's not WWE the event. It's a smaller show. But anyway, yeah. So he. Um, yeah, he's a big wrestling fan, so and they, they were making wrestling references a little bit while he was playing. But, yeah, no, he's something else, Kittle. He really is. He's just uh, he's impressive hell, as hell. Best tight end in the game right now, for sure. He was 8 of 6 with 67 yards. He had one touchdown. But still, his impact in the game, underrated for his blocking ability, too. Tremendous player. But let's listen to uh, to Kittle's quarterback here, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, on the team, how, how poised his team was on that final drive. It wasn't anything different than usual. Just uh... – I thought everyone was calm on the sideline. You know, I thought we were all in a good uh, state of mind, and, and we went out there and just executed. That's really what it comes down to in those situations: execution. Yeah, and they definitely executed for sure. And uh, that's just the, the 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 excellent head coach of the losing team in New Orleans Saints, Sean Payton, on the loss. Man, a back and forth game, a tough loss, and so many different momentum swings in that game. You probably have to watch the film two or three times to film. I love that. You know, kind of go through the, the ebbs and flows that it, that it had. Um, credit San Francisco. They made the plays in the end when they needed to. Um, it was a little surprising to me that it ended up being that type of game. Hmm. Uh, I didn't think it would be. Uh, I thought it would be much lower scoring. Yeah. Uh, same here, Sean. Coach, we all felt the same way, yeah. Uh, but Kamara, he didn't – I mean, he – yeah, Twenty-five yards rushing. I don't know. Big that. fumble in the game yeah. yesterday too. He has like, not been. He has not been the dynamic Alvin Kamara this season. No, said my not. fantasy football team. He has not. Um, yeah, man. It's just. <clears throat> it was something else. It was a fun game to watch, and the night the night game was nice to watch too. I enjoyed that game. I, it was nice to see the Rams come back, man. I mean, meaning come back. Yeah. Into playing like they played last year. That's what I mean by as far as come back. Still on the outside looking into the postseason, but yeah, they they've well, for whatever reason they are back to looking like. Oh. The Rams. Dude, um, unreal. Is it too little too late? We'll find out over the next three weeks. I think they go to Dallas um, this weekend. So another tough game after primetime last night against the Seahawks. Uh, but, yeah, they've been historically good now. Sean McVay knows how to game plan for Seattle. Right. Uh, they showed the stat early last night that th- three consecutive games, three meetings of over 450 yards of offense. I didn't actually see what they ended up with last night, but they still scored 28 points and led that one wire to wire. Uh, and they featured Gurley and Goff. Two touchdowns, two yeah. picks, but you know he's now no longer useless. <laughs> I mean, they were we were writing him off for a little bit, and uh, and and now he's had a couple of good games in a row, and yeah. they had a couple of good wins in a row, and um, they are right there. I you know I still need to see a little bit more from them. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I, they, they certainly pose a dangerous threat if they get in and continue to peak in this right direction. You don't want to have to play them that wild card weekend. No, no, I totally agree, man. They, they looked, um, and girly, any, you know, look, I've talked about a lot here. You know, Moose has mentioned too, like the, the arthritic knee and the stuff going on with his knee. It didn't, it didn't seem like there was any issues with his knee yesterday, man. He was, he ran the ball really well yesterday. He really did. He had explosion yeah. in, his, in his, you know, his first step explosion was there. He looked pretty good, man. But, but again, now we have to wait and see what happens this Sunday because two weeks ago or, you know, three games ago, he had a huge game and Sean McVay is like, I stopped being an idiot and I used him more. And then they didn't really use him in their last game. And now they use him again yesterday, uh, last night. And it helped set the tone. I mean, no matter who you are, you know this. And it's why the, Seattle struggled last night, by the way. After a shot, Penny got hurt. I was just saying, once Penny got hurt in that first, like first play of the game, right? I mean, second play of the game, and it knee. was and it was odd too because it almost looked like the injury was him like getting hit by the guy's arm, but it's a real injury. It's I mean, it it apparently is ACL ish. It might not be a full on yeah. tear, but it certainly I sounds. I thought he did it when he planted, though. It looked like when he may, planted. I mean, maybe, but like so he like he plants and then he gets hit and then he just kind of dives forward, forward because he doesn't yeah. want to put anything yeah. on his he on that his leg right away, right? Too. Yeah, and they ruled him out quickly. I mean, yeah, we've I seen guys go off the field with like their arm dangling. He's questionable to return. Yeah, like they were just like he's out. He's he not coming right back. Well, well, he sat down on the bench a little bit. Yeah, they came back from break and Collinsworth and um, uh, Al Michaels. Right. They didn't even they didn't talk about it. They go to break. The guy looks like he's got a catastrophic knee injury. They go to break. Okay, they, they have to go to break. They come back from break. I mean, Al Michaels, you've been doing this for 6,000 years, sir. Right. Okay, you and whoever is your producer, he's probably 6,000 years old, too, because the way the show's produced, you can tell with the music they lose, the music, the bump music they use going to break, the music, it's like they're playing like We Are Family. Like, they're playing songs that were big in the 80s and 70s. I'm not kidding. I think they played the Three's Company song last Dude, night. Dude, they do this all the time. And then they'll play like a, they'll try to get more current, and they'll play like an old, like, like a Beastie Boys song. Well, don't they, like, isn't <laughs> it, don't they try to make it topical or, like, you know, connected to where the game is or what's it's going these on? these old-ass songs. But you anyway, like old-ass songs. New songs to you are like. Football. Oh, okay. I want new school Jones. Gotcha. That's what I want. Let me get to my point. Yeah, please. So I'm what sorry. happens is this is what happens. They come back from because you know I'm with the announcing. I'm obsessed. Mm-hmm. I wait to see. And you hate those guys. I do. I don't like them. Right. I'm waiting to see if Michaels comes back, and he resets quickly. That's your job. And then you tell me about Penny. I want to know about Penny. He doesn't tell me about Penny. I think they showed him, <laughs> but they didn't say anything Let me really tell about you what it. What happened, bro? They did. I know because I studied this. They didn't. They came back. They did, they showed him on the bench. They showed Penny from behind. You see his last name, Penny. And he's sitting on the bench getting worked on. And then Michaels mentions it. You got to do that when you come back from the reset right away, Al Michaels. Right away. It's not 1975 anymore. You got to let people 80. know. <laughs> okay. It's close. It's <laughs> all for a few years. You know what I mean? But really, I, yeah, I just, yeah, just that bothers me. You know what I mean? That bothers me. I love your disdain for him as if he's just living off Miracle on Ice. Let me tell you something else. 40 years later. Now, before we go to break here, now that we're on this Al Michaels topic, I'm yeah. glad we got into this. Yeah, you're welcome. You fell right into my trap. I got you. Um, so, <laughs> let me tell you something that really pisses me off that he does. Like, really pisses me off. I'm going to breathe. This is what he does. It'll be like... Th- <laughs> Good stuff. It'll be like... Dude, yesterday, it was third and two, mm. and he does this. Well, right now, it's third and a deuce. That's he what he third and a deuce? He does it all the time, bro. It's always I like... I got to pay more attention. Like, card playing game, like, card, like inside gambling terms. 
he, he does it all the time. Yo, I'm sitting there and I'm like, what if it's like a couple of guys hanging out at their apartment and they're whatever, college athletes mm-hmm. or students or two couples and they're, you know, 24 years old, 23 years old, and, and they're watching this game and like, what's third in a deuce mean? What's a deuce mean? Not everybody knows what a deuce means. I think you're overthinking this one. Pretty sure everyone knows what a deuce is. Sounds like we got to put a poll up. <laughs> That's going to be a bad poll. Well, what if what if it's like third and three? And a he goes... Tr- a triple. No, third what if he goes... What if that, why don't you say that? Third and George Kilmer? You don't even know what that means. No, do I don't, Gramps. No, I'll tell you what that means. You know who George Kilmer is? I know who Val Kilmer is. Let me finish. George you Kilmer, asked me a question. It's rhetorical. Joyce Kilmer wrote the book Trees. T-R-E-E-S. Trees. Oh, okay. So this is what gamblers, they use these little inside terms. I noticed my dad, God rest his soul, used to play poker in the house all the time. So I hear him say, ah, I got Joyce Kilmer. I'm like, who's Joyce Kilmer? My mother goes, that means he's got threes. So that's how I learned from my mother. And she's not even a gambler. Uh, anyway. All right. College football players are set. We'll get into Damn it. Damn you, Al Michaels. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. All right. We got, uh, we got a little Home Depot action here. So doing more is brought to you by the Home Depot. Visit Home Depot, homedepot.com for details on flooring, appliances, and bathroom home improvements. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Let's take a look at a player that is doing more for his team. How about Anthony Davis, folks? Davis piled up 50 points for the Lakers. In one game. Thump the Timberwolves, 142 to one and a quarter in L.A. Wow. Shocking that that was a basketball nugget. In La La Land. Oh, out in La La Land. God forbid we dabble in hockey or baseball. But no, we go into the association from another NBA nugget. We're both Islander fans. Well, you're not an Islander fan. No. Stop it. Hell, are you an Islander fan? I pull for the Islanders, yes. (laughs) This is a, a game not to play with. Do you like anything, Brad? He's so like on the fence with everything. He likes the Yankees. I know that. He's, a, he's yeah. a Met guy, too, though, I thought. He likes the Mets and the Yankees, this guy. He's like, well, he works for the Mets. He's a traitor. Rob Feller. All right, so what, what's your story now, uh, Hello, What's going on? What's so, going I mean, on? Like, what's going oh. on? Are you an Islander fan or not? So it's a simple question. You're like, I pull for them. Does that mean you're a fan yeah. of them? I don't have a favorite hockey team either. Name your favorite teams of any sport yeah, just, in any yeah, order. I'm with Andrew. Name yeah, your, just what's, what's give your us favorite something, teams? Brad. I mean, I would go Sy- Syracuse basketball is number one. Okay. And then Syracuse football. Syracuse football. Syracuse lacrosse or no, men's soccer No, it, it stops there. My family, oh, okay. my family are big uh, supporters of Syracuse, but I stop at uh, football and basketball. And then uh, I'd go the Yankees, I guess. Mm. And then after that, that's about it. When a guy says, I guess, that doesn't scream heavy fandom. Just Probably so you know. not. Yeah. Like I guess. I guess. I feel like there was something else we're supposed to do here before we go to, to Heller's update. I don't know why. No. Was it about this week? Because the guess... next two weeks we are not going to be a, at a oh, full team. Oh yes, Andrew Bogus will not be in the rest of the week. That's Correct. right. Correct. He's but going that... down. To, you're going down to FLA. I am going to the ORL. 
Oh, that's what Linda. I'm going to go check in on Mickey and Minnie. Do you know with, okay, no one look at their computers. Yeah. Do you know the airport code for Olinda? It's not ORL. That's right. There is... Something random, isn't it? Yes, it's random. Is there an X it starts in it? With, no, it starts with an M. An M. Oh, from Magic Kingdom. No. No? MCO. MCO? I'm 99% sure. Is it something something Orlando? I, I haven't done this in a while. Yeah, we should do this like, game. Why? Rest, why is it MCO? Bro, I don't know why. That's a good question. I don't know why. But we should do this wrestling game. We should just come up with different towns, like different, you know. Yeah, MCO. MCO, I'm right? Okay. You're right. I'll give you another one. Uh, Chicago. Don't look at computers. Oh, With wait. Chicago. Another random one. OH something. I love how I say don't look at the computers. Everyone's looking at computers. Well, it's not in front of me. I'd have to type it in to look. ORD. Check on me, uh, Mike. ORD. Chicago. That's O'Hara. Chi-Town. Um, Chi-Town. I, I know why Orlando is MCO. <laughs> Why is it? Because it why. used to the airport used to be McCoy Air Force Base. Oh, I didn't know that. There you go. I was probably wrestling uh, down there in 1972 against uh, Jeeves Wilson, and it was uh, 1972. Lord Alfred Hayes. Was I right, Mike? Right again. Uh, I love hearing that. What was right it? Again. What was Chicago? What was, was it? Nice O R D. O R D. Paying attention. Yeah, I know most. What's Nashville? Don't look. <laughs> I'll give you. I'll go all day. What is Nashville? BNA. BNA. That's Nashville. All right. It's going far. Mm, mm, uh, mm, Heller's here mm, with his latest sports mm. update. Uh, Heller, it's great to see you. <laughs> Antonio Heller. Seems fair. That's like you asking me uh, what my favorite tim- team is and being like, I guess, and you talking about me like, Heller's here. Well, because this is the My friend, I guess. No, let me tell you my deal. Before you go to your sports update, I when I hear cities and towns and I hear someone's going on a vacation or going on a work trip or whatever, and they're f- going outside of the tri-state area, I instantly think flying in airports and booking because I've traveled for so much of my career. I'm not one of these guys that traveled all over and all over the world, and I'm like proud of it. I hated it. I hate flying. I hate it. Fl- I'm not afraid of flying. It's just a pain in the ass, the whole dog and pony show, the whole process. Yeah. And when you do it for a living... Like, all the time, it, like, it sucks. So I would go on vacation with my family and go anywhere except flying. And my wife would go, we can't fly somewhere? She goes, we can't drive to the Bahamas. No, we can't because we're not going to Bahamas. <laughs> so, we'll, you know, we'll drive paddle. somewhere. We'll, go, we'll drive near the Bahamas, but we're not, like, like Miami. It'll take us four days, but we're, we're, not, we're not flying because I'm so sick of flying. So I'm flying for work. I don't want to fly going on vacay. So, but, but when you were when you were uh, announcing, was there not like a staff plane from day uh, to date? There was not a staff plane. It was Vince McMahon's plane, but none of the most of the, the announced talents not on that plane. Okay, because they live all over different parts of the country. And you weren't going from one <laughs> to the other. I was on that plane, right? But I wasn't on that plane for the outbound usually because I used to work. So it used to be Monday was Monday Night Raw. Tuesday was SmackDown. Right. I worked on the SmackDown show. So Vince and his plane, they keep their plane uh, in White Plains. So they would leave on um, Mondays morning to go mm-hmm. to whatever town. Uh, I would fly commercial Tuesday morning or Monday night. Right, so you'd along. meet them there. Correct. Do the show Tuesday night and then be on Vince's plane to come back. So I was on the private plane, you know, Half the leg, half the trip. Gotcha. So because I'm based in New York, but they brought me back on the plane, um, not because they loved me, to go to work. Because we used to do wild lines <laughs> the next day in Stanford. So, right. Yeah, so me and 
Michael Cole, the play-by-play guy, we would be on the plane. But no, to answer your question, no, they don't have a staff. The only time they do something like that is for international travel. When they're doing a big show, a big loop So when they shows, went to Saudi Arabia recently, that's they, that was a big that's, charter. That's a big charter. And I guess the, you know, the fighters are not in every single event, too. Wrestlers, so you, athletes, they don't call them. You could sorry. call them fighters. That's a um, old 1920 term, but that's okay. <laughs> Fighter! <laughs> Yeah, continue. Combatant. Um, so, and I guess because they're not doing every single event either, there is no need to no. truck the whole load of them. You can't, bro. Over, they live right. all over different parts of the country right. in Canada. Yeah. Right? So you got guys and girls living all over the place. So how do you have a charter? But you're going to fly everyone to one neutral spot. It's going to cost you like so much more money to get them to that one spot. Right. And to add a day onto their travel. No, you want it to be seamless. You don't want these people don't want to. So you were just first class Jones. Well, I don't want to brag, but right. you know. Yeah. Gate A4 City. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was, uh, you know, usually sitting. All right, Brad, what do you got C, for us? 3C, drink a little mimosa in the morning. Chartered MCO with a stop in ORD, <laughs> back in the FLO. <laughs> Look at this guy. Returning Down to the EWR. Yeah. All right. All okay. right, Brad, take it away. All right, guys. All right, Brad, take it away. There it is. The Niners Where's back Pete alone. Said, hold on. Pete said what? No. Uh, Pete's I done. said nothing. Okay. Brad, take it away. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Brad, Pete, what's going on, Brad? Pete, uh, yeah, we'll do this after Brad. Now we got Brad throwing the. Now we got Pete throwing the Brad. I love it. We should <laughs> do that right Take it away, Brad. You know, whenever, whenever, whenever Moose comes back, he, you should do that. You should, you, Pete, should throw to the update. Whenever you want. Since you ended my update right. last week, whenever you want. I think it'd be to. great. Right. I think it'd be great. So you'll be in all week, right? Yeah. Okay, Bogus will not be. Correct. Correct. All right. Happy holidays. Good work. Thank you very much. Okay, see good. you next Always week. Always a pleasure. Well, I don't know when you're going to see me. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right. Go ahead. Take We're good. Right. Everybody's good. God. Just read the sports Why? news, Brad. Why do you have such a pause? He's right. Andrew's right. You always have this long, delayed pause when no. someone throws to you. Hit it, bro. He's done nothing Hit wrong. <laughs> Hit the ball. The ball's coming at you. Hit it, bro. Brad, you done? He's staring me down. <laughs> Tobias. Do you even want this update? Because I, I can just go. I have update. a bunch of other things I, to oh, do. Oh, pardon me. You're, you're, Excuse you're us. You're so busy. Whoa. You can't deal with this show. I apologize. All right. We'll try this for a fifth time. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sitting here for 10 minutes. Pete, throw to Brad already. Now you're what are you doing back do there? update, sir. <clears throat> <laughs> The Niners, they're back alone in first place in the <laughs> NFC West after the Seahawks lost the Sunday night game to the Rams in L.A. 28-12. Two touchdown passes for Jared Goff. Snapped Seattle's five-game winning streak. While San Fran went to New Orleans, and they stunned the Saints. Here's your football game. High snap. Wisnowski got it down. Robbie Gold's kick is good! Robbie Gold beats the New Orleans Saints at the gun! Final score, 48-46. Greg Papa on Niners Radio. Jimmy Garoppolo threw four touchdown passes, five touchdown passes for Drew Brees in the loss. Elsewhere in Foxborough. Third down and goal to go at the four. Kelsey's under center. Kelsey with the football. He's going to run it into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. The high school quarterback. Mitch Holthus on Chiefs Radio. The Chiefs scored 23 unanswered points. They held off the Patriots 23-16. As they clinched the AFC West and also snapped the Pats 21-game home winning streak. The Ravens locked up a playoff berth as they won their ninth in a row, 24-17 over the Bills. How about the Titans? They've won four straight. Play fake. Tannehill rolling right, throwing back to the left. There's Smith open in the end zone. Did he hold it? Yes! Johnu Smith. Touchdown, Titans! Wow! 
Mike Keith on Titans Radio. Ryan Tannehill, 391 through the air, three touchdowns. Titans all over the Raiders, 42-21. They're tied for first in the AFC South with the Texans, who got blown out by the Broncos at home, 38-24. Rookie Drew Locke, 309 through the air and three touchdowns. The Packers beat the Redskins 20-15. to They stay a game up on the Vikings in the NFC North. Minnesota beat Detroit 20-7. to The Steelers, three straight wins, 23-17 over the Cardinals in Arizona. Matt Ryan becoming the 10th quarterback to reach 50,000 career passing yards. Falcons all over the Panthers, 40-20. to College football playoff semifinals, December 28th. The Peach Bowl, LSU and Oklahoma. That's the 1-4 matchup. Then the 2-3 in the Fiesta Bowl. Ohio State will take on Clemson. NBA AD dominated for the Lakers. Here's Anthony Davis driving to the rim. Runner good, and he's got 50. His first 50-point game as a Laker. Timeout, Minnesota. Davis finished with 50. Lakers 142. Timberwolves 125. John Ireland called it on Lakers radio. LA is 21-3. Clippers beat the Wizards 135-119. Kawhi Leonard scored 34. The Sixers stay unbeaten at home as they beat the Raptors 110-104. College basketball, Virginia over North Carolina 56-47. Gonzaga won at Washington 83-76. And baseball's modern era committee has elected Marvin Miller and Ted Simmons into the Hall of Fame. Guys? Hey, great job there, champ. It's great having you part of the show as usual, Brad Heller. You're the man. Uh, we were talking earlier about the Patriots a lot, and uh, I don't know why Andrew, um, Bell Heller just made a, a smart, snarky face. Oh, because you didn't mean anything you just said. I just did the typical radio get out yeah. of here thing. The cliche. Great job. Great job. Uh, let's talk to Kurt. Listen, on 50, 1560 AM down in Melbourne, Florida. Kurt, now what's going on? You're on with Taz and Andrew. Hey, Taz and Andrew. Hey, uh, happy holidays, guys. Yeah, same, same to you. you. Same Thanks to you. for taking my call. You got it, buddy. So, um, hey, that game last night, the uh, Patriots-Chiefs game, I thought that was pretty incredible. And there were, you know, people got to realize and just tone down, the Patriots lost five games last year and still won the Super Bowl. Um, Are they short on the receiving squad? Absolutely, yes. There were about three calls in that fourth quarter after the Patriots had used their um, last challenge, which could not get challenged. That would have been obviously overturned right agree first down yeah. the kansas city with one yard they were one yard short there was uh the patriots guy scored a touchdown easily in bounds and then uh there was a blatant holding call yeah but, but hold on kurt kurt hang on kurt hang on kurt hang so all that stuff you're saying is true everything you're saying about the, like we mentioned that earlier like the refs that the uh, several calls didn't go the patriots way this time and and that that that, that belichick was out of the challenges you're, you're absolutely everything you said is factually correct i agree with everything you're saying but the one thing though dude you got to admit, man, I mean, normally over the years we've seen this, Kurt, because you sound like you're a Patriot fan, which is cool. Yes. We have seen this where the ball bounced the other way, where where Belichick gets these calls and, and Brady, they get all these calls, and teams have lost games because calls went against them in favor for the Pats. Can you admit that? Oh, totally. Absolutely. Absolutely. When the fourth quarter there, Mahomes was sitting on the bench. They kept cutting to him. And he looked like he had a look on his face, like, oh, my God, Brady's going to do it again. Yeah, right. he did I'm have that. You're right. He did have that look on his face. He did. He did have that look on his face, yeah. And I'm just saying that they're they're super close. If they had another receiver, you know, I, that game was a wash in my mind. And I'm kind of glad they lost because it's going to put a fire under their butt. Right. They got three more games, Cincy, Buffalo, and Miami. Right. 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 They are going to get a, they're gonna get a, uh, a buy in the first round. And who knows what's going to happen in the AFC home game? You know, if they have to go to KC, then so be it. Right. Well, but, I um, definitely think a little fire. It's going to light a fire under them, and they're obviously going to beat up on the Bengals. We know that, and and we appreciate the call, Kurt. Thank you. 
Uh, the Buffalo game, you know, I mean, I, 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 I don't want them to beat Buffalo. That's my team, obviously. But they're playing hmm. Buffalo at home, and and that's I think they're going to beat Buffalo again. And I hope I'm wrong. I hate to put that out there. And then they're going to they're going to beat up on Miami. So Kurt's not wrong in that stuff. But they're definitely not the team they were last year. Though I don't, no. I don't, it don't matter. They're just not. And they're they're still better than most teams. I think the the big picture concern is that their three losses are against arguably the three best teams they've played this that's year. Right. Three division leaders in Baltimore, Houston, and then the game last night to KC. I still like their chances in the playoffs. They're a little more vulnerable than they would want to be than they would normally are. But other than KC or Baltimore, I'm going to pick them to win a playoff game when we get to January. So, yes, there are real issues. But also, yes, they're still in a very enviable spot for most teams in the NFL. Well said, Andrew. You are the best. Thank you, Taz. Uh, on that note, we will uh, take your phone calls at 855-212-427. Take two. 855-212-4227. You want to talk about the NFL or you want to talk about the college football playoffs. They are set. We're going to get into that on the other side of the break as the radio cliche goes. I'm Taz. Andrew's next to me. We'll be right back. Give Taz and the Moose a call. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4227. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Well, Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a key AFC South showdown between Sean Watson and the Texans taking on the Titans, while others will see Kansas City host Denver, plus other regional action. It all begins with JB and the guys setting up the day on the NFL today at noon Eastern and 9 Pacific on CBS. I should say noon Eastern, 9 Pacific. The better way to read that. But anyway, uh, CBS Sports Radio toll free line is 855. Hold on, you missed the basket. Take two. Okay, thanks, Andrew. That was funny. I got you, teammate. <clears throat> Take two. Three, two, one, go. CBS Sports Radio toll free line 855 212 4227 is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more. On car insurance. What a hell of a deal. So, uh, anyways, uh, college football, well, the playoff the playoff gimmick is all set. Mm-hmm. We know it all. We got it all done. We got it all here. We saw some uh, excellent uh, conference championship games uh, this past uh, Friday. We saw Pac-12, and then we saw all the stuff on Saturday. It was, I was locked in. I'm sure you were too, dude. But you, you had a game you called on. Uh, you called the basketball game, right? Yes. Was that Saturday? That was Saturday afternoon, yes. You and Ice. Okay. Yes, right. me and, and Ice Young. Anyway, so what happens is, uh, yeah, it's it's all here now. Dude. We got So I'll give you the, the top four to play off. It's LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, and Oklahoma. And uh, that's the top four. So you're going to have LSU versus OU. And then you're going to have um, Ohio State versus Clemson. So two, uh, one plays four, two plays three. Right, look like you have something to say. You have something to say? No, I'm, just, I I'm waiting. Uh, okay, to I thought you were going to say something. Preparing my response to it. A- so basically, uh, the Peach Bowl will be uh, LSU versus Oklahoma. Again, one versus four. And the Fiesta Bowl will be Ohio State Buckeyes, who are two, against Clemson, number three. So that's why you wanted to finish in that one spot, because you want to play the fourth seed. In this case, it would be Oklahoma. No disrespect to Oklahoma. I'd rather play Oklahoma than Clemson, though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was just me. You know, Ed Orgeron played the game right after yeah. the SEC title game. And I think in a lot of years, it, it doesn't really matter since you're not 
playing for home fields in this first weekend. Right. Uh, but this year in particular, you you don't want to play Clemson. No. You just you want to stay away from them until you have to face them. I think they're going to beat Ohio State. Uh, I think that they are, <clears throat> whether they're truly underrated or not, the fact that people are underrating them is driving the bus right now. And Dabo Sweeney is using this to perfection to motivate his guys. He's got, I don't know, was it two and a half more weeks until these games? To, and even even after well, I, they... I think it's like three weeks, roughly. It's, it's, it's two weeks from this Saturday. Right, it's the 28th of the games, weeks. right? So, yeah, it's almost three full weeks. But even he, he congratulated his team for starting the year at number one, going undefeated, and finishing number three. Yeah. I mean, he's using this to perfection, and well, they're going to be a machine. The, remember the Roy bus? He would right. use that, too, the yeah. rest of y'all, because Alabama was in front. Right. He's big. He's, he's my friend. He was on the show here. I he know. Was, he's my friend, Dabo. Yeah, but, uh, so, yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, though, when you said that <clears throat> you feel that Clemson's going to beat Ohio State. Yeah. Um, I'm in. I'm on the I'm on the spite train. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, dude. I'm telling you what, this Buckeye team, Wisconsin had them on a rope show in the game. They did. Wisconsin played good. And and, and he did they did. Jack Home played good. No, he ran the ball well as a quarterback. And uh, Jonathan Taylor's obviously one of the better running backs in college football for sure. He's, he's a stud uh for Wisconsin. But I'll tell you what, man, Ohio State, I I, I said that to my wife. We were watching the game. Because you know she you knows Jack Cohn too and her family, so we were watching. Oh, Jack's playing, yeah. So, dude, I said, watch what happens once these once the Buckeyes come out of this out of the, out of the uh, locker room here from halftime. That's when the adjustments are made, and Ryan Day and his crew and his Buckeye team, uh, they're going to bring it to Wisconsin, and that's exactly what happened. They put up 17 points in that third quarter. Ohio State, is, and don't get me wrong, I'm not saying Wisconsin is Clemson. I know that they're not. I'm just telling you right now. That Ohio State team is complete as complete can be. They are the real freaking deal, dude. They are I, good, man. I, I, I don't disagree with all of that, and I would, I think I'd pick them in any – well, I think LSU is better than them, not by a lot. Well, the um, defense. And I don't know that, LSU's defense is, is arrived in their little gym. Sure. I would lean towards the defense. I mean. And, I and don't, Burrow's an excellent quarterback. Right. Too. I mean, yeah, he is. I, I don't know if Clemson – if you could somehow do it in a vacuum, like if guys had actual ratings like in a video game – Ohio State probably is better man-to-man than Clemson is. I'm just all in on the Tigers feeling slighted by all of this. I think they're better than they have been given credit for this year. Clemson uh, Tigers. Clemson, yeah. Right, right. I, I, I just, I'm in on them having that extra little you-know-what and vinegar in them when they get to like this game. you feel like this on Friday or it took them to, to smoke UVA? Uh, the, the real, no, UVA the whole, is not exactly... I mean, they've been smoking guys for, for, no, I know. for two I mean, months 13, now. They're 13 right. yeah, and, and when And coming off that game where they almost lost to North Carolina, they I, I don't know that they've trailed in a game since then, but they've certainly won every single one of them in a route. And I want to say that the game on Saturday was a historic route in the ACC finale against Virginia, they are, they're just locked and loaded right now. Yeah, no, and no, no, I no, just wouldn't want to have to play them. Well, no, dude, listen, I, again, and I, I, I agree a little bit. I just, I think, I, I mean, I'm looking forward. Uh, I'm definitely Agreed. looking forward to, to that game against the Buckeyes, that Fiesta Bowl in Arizona. But Trevor Lawrence against uh, against UVA on uh, Saturday, he was 16-22, he was 302 yards, four touchdowns, no interceptions. He played really well, and we've seen a little bit of him this year play so-so. But the guy that no one talks enough about, and I talked about him way early in the college football year uh, season, he was real good last year, was Travis Etienne, yeah. running back for, for Clemson, who had 114 yards rushing. This kid is, <clears throat> dude, he's tremendous. He don't get enough love, man. No, it's it's funny. Like, Alabama has Alabama lives off being Alabama, right? I mean, right. We've, we've, we're, we're, we can get tired of Alabama because we see them every year. 
but I feel like we overvalue every Alabama player because he plays for Alabama, where Clemson very quickly has found themselves almost in the other end of that spectrum. Which is interesting. Where it's like, we're, we're like they've, they've won 28 consecutive games. They've been pillaging people for the last two months. They've beaten Alabama twice the last three times they've seen them for the national title. And yet this year, we're just people are looking for reasons, and some of them valid, some of them not, to kind of pull back on the Tigers. I, I yeah. think that this we, the nation has done Clemson's opponents a disservice by poo-pooing Clemson so much because the Tigers are angry, and up next to take it out on is Ohio State. Absolutely. Let me, let me uh, just run through real quick for those that don't know the top ten. How, uh, so we got how it finished up. We got LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Oklahoma. Uh, then you got fifth. Uh, you have Georgia. Uh, six. You have Oregon. Seven. You have Baylor. Eight. You have Wisconsin. Nine. You have Florida. Ten. You got the Nittany Lions of Penn State. If you noticed, uh, I never mentioned Alabama because they finished out of the top ten. They finished thirteenth. Yeah. And the team uh, who helped you know hurt everything on them is their arch rival, their nemesis in Auburn, who finished twelfth. Uh, Utah, where everybody thought Utah was, and I was one. I thought Utah had a chance to be, you yeah. know, in this deal here. Um, they 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 got beat up. What by a dud that was Friday uh, night. What Oregon? I know it really was thirty-seven to fifteen. The Ducks beat up on the Utes. I was pulling for Utah, man, but Oregon was not playing games, and they beat them up. Um, but anyway, um, yeah. So uh, where did they finish, by the way? Who uh, Oregon? Was uh, Utah eleventh? Eleventh under Penn State. Yeah, about I, that? I don't. I, it's hard to argue over the spots that don't pertain directly to the the playoff yeah, positions. Yeah, no, I know, I know. But I thought the 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 rationale for why Utah fell so much was <clears throat> odd because because it, it seemed like if they used and their logic was they didn't have any wins and that uh, you know high quality wins and the two times they played high quality teams they lost to them and it was Oregon and. What struck me as odd from that is like then that should have not had. Oh, no, the, they, they lost to SC too, but they're not even considered right. a high quality. So, but, but I think they were at one. They had a. They were in the top twenty-five USC going uh, oh, at, USC. The, at the end of the year. Um, I think you're USC. I don't remember where they were at the big at that I matchup. Right. I think you're right. You mean like preseason? You talking about? No, no. no. Wait, I think right now are they not in the. Were they not last USC, week? You talking, talking about USC? Uh, yes. USC is not in the. Uh, Top 25. In the final top 25. Oh, no, I'm sorry, they're 22. Right. They were 22. And I think they were 19 last week. So they got themselves into the top 25. So Rob Mullen's saying, you know, the two chances they had to get a quality win, they didn't get them, which is not wrong. But then then, then if you're going to apply that logic to them now, then they should have applied it to them before this weekend. They're talking about Utah. Yes, sure, and not had them about, in the five spot. Like, it's, it just seemed right. like, no, it's, it seemed like a... Right. a, a, a a disconnected logic that all of a sudden now... The logic they used all season with the Utes. We weren't holding right, right, it against right, right, them, right, right, and right. then we did it at the end. Now, in the end, it doesn't matter because they fall into the Rose Bowl anyway. Right, right. So, and they play Wisconsin in that one. But it just, I don't know, I have a real problem with the way... I, I think the committee does a decent job lining up the teams, but then when they explain the way they lined them up, it makes it sound <clears throat> like a worse job. Yeah. That no, they, they, they right. Their explanations are bad. Their picks are okay. Their explanations are odd. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think they did, but wait, you're not I don't think you're saying that they got the top four wrong. No, 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 no. No, yeah, they, yeah. they had no other choice. Yeah, they had no choice but Oklahoma. They had to do that. Right. Uh, and so just to hit you guys with some of the selection committee bowl games. So what you got is the Sugar Bowl January 1st. That'll be Baylor going against Georgia. Okay, that's a really good game. I mean, it's, you know, that should be a good game, right? Then you got the, the Rose Bowl on January 1st also. The Badgers against the Ducks. Um, <clears throat> then you get the Orange Bowl December 30th. 
You got Virginia versus Florida. Then you get the Cotton Bowl on December 28th. You got Penn State versus Mem- uh, versus Memphis. And Alabama, like, what? Like, I'm trying to see. Like, what's up? <laughs> I mean, who cares? I know, right? It's crazy, man. Man, like you would think. Gee whiz. Mm-mm-mm. So anyway, so there you're your college football, uh, your college football deal. So I'll tell you what, um, I I think uh, I don't know. I think if if you look at these if you look at these games, LSU versus OU and Buckeyes versus Clemson, the better game, dude. I'm gonna get your thoughts on it. I think the better game will be that that two three matchup or. Buckeyes versus the Tigers. Yeah, I don't have high hopes for LSU Oklahoma. So if always if Ohio yeah. State and Clemson anyway. somehow give us a dud, then we're gonna have a dud Saturday altogether. Yeah. We need that game to be good. So I'm not sure Oklahoma can hang with LSU for four quarters. All right, all right. Well, there you go. Time to break, Jones. Uh, go to break. Commercial we'll break, city. What well, we do? The three commercial break, city. We'll go three on the side of the break. The three with Taz and Andrew. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.